verdict in the trial of former Milwaukee police officer Dominique Hagen-Brown. Brown charged with reckless homicide in the shooting death of Savelle Smith last August. The verdict is expected to be read momentarily this hour. We'll have it for you here on WTMJ. This all happened on August 13th. Dominic Hagenbrunn at the time was still a police officer. He shot Smith after he ran from his car during a traffic stop. It happened in the middle of the afternoon. Smith had a gun, and Hagenbrunn shot him twice, once in the arm and once in the chest. The shot that hit him in the arm, prosecutors say, hey, that was fine. There's nothing wrong with that. They question the second shot, which took place less than two seconds later, that hit Smith in the chest. The defense called one witness. That witness was a man who knows all about police procedures and tactics. And uh, he said that Dominique Hagen-Brown perceived that the threat was still there for the second shot, and that's why the second shot was made, and he was justified in doing so. You may recall Hagen-Brown shot Sylvia Smith twice, once in the arm and once in the chest. We, the jury, find the defendant, Dominique Keegan-Brown, not guilty. Signed the four-person, dated this 21st day of June. Um, why don't we take the jury out for a second? Dominique Keegan-Brown found not guilty there is now some commotion in the gallery because of that. Obviously, some family members and supporters of Silville Smith have come for the verdict and are reacting to that now. A bailiff, two bailiffs actually, have now come and surrounded him to protect him. We did not see his face during the verdict when it was being read, but his defense attorney did put his arm around him. It's 3 o'clock. I'm John Merck here. This is Wisconsin's Afternoon News for Wednesday, June 21st. Your top story, the verdict is in in the trial of a former Milwaukee police officer. WTMJ's Colleen Boland is live in the 24-hour newsroom with the story. John, after deliberating for more than a day, the jury delivered its verdict in the case against Dominique Hagen-Brown this afternoon. We, the jury, find the defendant, Dominique Hagen-Brown, not guilty. Signed the four-person dated this 21st day of June. Hagen Brown had been facing a charge of first-degree reckless homicide in the shooting death of Seville Smith, who was shot while running from a traffic stop. The shooting set off days of violence around the Sherman Park neighborhood last August. Now, after the verdict was read, there was some commotion in the courtroom among observers. The judge then ordered the jurors out of the courtroom while those individuals were removed. We're going to interrupt that right now to bring you Mayor Tom Barrett, Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett, live talking about today's verdict. People have a right to gather. People have a right to um, have their voices heard. Um, my strong, strong request is that this is done in a peaceful manner, that nothing good can come out of uh, anything that's not, not peaceful. That, that simply leads to more problems in our community. And I don't think anybody wants to see more problems in this community. And what would you say to the people of Sherman Park tonight who maybe are a little concerned after last year? Well, we're going to have a strong presence there. The um, Milwaukee Police Department has already put together a plan. Um, obviously, they knew that the decision was going to be coming. I don't think anybody knew what the decision was going to be. Um, but they have been preparing so that they can make sure that whatever occurs, that it's done in a peaceful fashion. Um, I have a lot of confidence in the leadership and the rank and file of the Milwaukee Police Department that they will handle this in a very professional fashion, um, and that's what's important at this time. I'm Eric Bilstead. 
Silville Smith's father told reporters after the verdict was read that police need to change their tactics. We're not animals. Every time they take a shot, it's to kill you. Don't give them a reason to take your life. Smith's sister asked those who run from officers to think twice. Do something different in the community. Try as hard as you can to be peaceful and form unity with each other, period, black or white. Because we all bleed the same, we all hurt the same, and it don't feel good to lose anybody. That is the sister of Silvell Smith, who stood before a bank of microphones with Silvell Smith's father and attorney, and the attorney indicating that a lawsuit is likely. Tom Durian is with us. Tom, were you in the courtroom for the verdict? Yeah, John, I was in the courtroom, and what you heard there was the uh, family of Silvell Smith, uh, the reaction to the jury, uh, jury's verdict. And then uh, they were quickly escorted out of the courtroom, as, as well as the jury was, uh, back into their jury deliberation room. And uh, the judge wanted to, to keep the jury away from any reaction. He's tried to do that throughout the trial. We talked a little bit about that yesterday, how he's kept them, of course, uh, sequestered, but also very secluded even when they're in the courtroom from what might happen in the gallery. So the family, and it was a full house on that side of the courthouse uh, today, uh, courtroom, I should say. They were sent out deputies. There were 15 deputies in this courtroom uh, during the verdict reading today, which is about five uh, more than there have been generally in the uh, courtroom. So they followed them out into the hallways and then downstairs and out of the courthouse. The family of Silvell Smith, very understandably, very uh, emotional, Tom. Is there a sense of fear down there or nervousness, maybe is a better word, about what this verdict could mean for our community as we head into t- this evening in the summer? I think right when the verdict came down and you heard that reaction that you just played for the listeners and when we saw that type of reaction in the courtroom, I do believe that there was a little bit of fear. Of course, there's still fear. Uh, we've all seen what's happened in some of the communities around here. In fact, what happened in this community back in August of last year after the actual shooting. Um, I can't say that there is that sense around here now. Uh, you have a lot of deputies on standby, not only in the courtroom, but around the building, and they responded to any type of uh, uh, skirmishes or anything that happened around here, and, and all is calm at the courthouse as of right now. Uh, whether or not there will be organized uh, events or anything later, uh, nobody said so far. A former Milwaukee police officer has been found not guilty in connection with the deadly shooting last August in Milwaukee. WTMJ's Colleen Boland is live in the 24-hour newsroom with the story. John, the jury delivered its verdict of not guilty for former officer Dominique Hagen Brown, who was facing a charge of reckless homicide in the shooting death of Seville Smith during a foot chase last year. Milwaukee County District Attorney John Chisholm. We work closely with the courts and with law enforcement and with court administration just to make sure that, that we presented um, a case that, that put this information out in public and allowed people to follow this process. That shooting caused days of unrest in the city's Sherman Park neighborhood. Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett is calling for peaceful gatherings in the wake of the verdict. My strong, strong request is that this is done in a peaceful manner, that nothing good can come out of uh, anything that's not, not peaceful. That, that simply leads to more problems in our community. Jurors were led out of the courtroom immediately after the verdict was read. I'm Eric Bilstead. Every time they take a shot, it's to kill you. Silville Smith's father upset with the verdict this afternoon. He was critical of police. They trained to kill. Why is they supposed to be trained to kill us when they supposed to be trained to protect and serve us? Smith's sister also spoke, telling reporters that those who are chased by police need to make better decisions. Don't give them a reason to take your life. 
if you can change it, just try to change it. Stop giving them a reason to take your life. Eric Bilstead, WTMJ News. I have to tell you that I've been a Milwaukee police officer for 23 years, and we do not feel more on solid ground because of this verdict. Um, the city still does not back us up. The DA's office obviously will not back us up. And too many people in the community, and it's, it's the people who, you know, want to cause problems, too many of them are going to continue to cause problems um, just because we're doing our job. Now, obviously, of course, if you're not committing crimes and running and all the things you mentioned, then you're not going to have an altercation with a police officer. But we do not feel at all more supported because of a non-guilty non verdict. Mike Ravello is president of the Milwaukee Police Association. So earlier today on WTMJ, a 25-year veteran of the Milwaukee Police Department called in and said she was grateful for this decision, but she doesn't feel safe and doesn't feel supported, and she's nervous about the climate that we live in in this city. Mike, you're close to these officers. Is that a sentiment that you hear? Well, I, well, I absolutely understand that. And here's the thing. You've got a, a, a family that is grieving, and they have every right in the world to grieve, but, but not to uh, incite any uh, bad behavior, whether it be towards officers or the community, and especially uh, since for anybody to, to, to do something unjust to the community, because they had an opportunity to sit through uh, a week-long trial and listen to the evidence and maybe come away with a different opinion. So before we do foolish things in the street, uh, we, we have to uh, understand and we have to be educated, and that's where we need to lean on the civic leadership of this community to tell the truth to people and, and guide people appropriately. But for any officer to say, you know, I've got some concerns about uh, the amount of support that I do or do not have out there, uh, those are just concerns. Mike, you've got your ear to the ground and your finger on the pulse of this community. Are you nervous that this acquittal might mean bad things later today or that Sherman Park could erupt? How are you feeling about what happens next? Well, it does no good for anybody uh, to, uh, I guess, share their emotion through uh, violence. Uh, am I worried about it? Uh, I don't, I'm concerned. I, I really am because we, we, we are short-staffed. We don't have enough officers uh, to address the day-to-day -day problems, uh, let alone a riotous uh, community uh, should that come to that. Major news story today is that former police officer Dominique Hagen-Brown has been found not guilty in the shooting death of Silville Smith. We continue to collect the pieces on this story, and we are joined live by Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett. Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for being with us. Good afternoon. What was your reaction? Um, I think, like everybody else, I was waiting to see. I didn't know exactly what to expect. Um, but I want to associate myself with the comments that were made by um, Seville Smith's father, who said, I want the community to calm down and come together. I think that is my most important message right now is we need our community to calm down and come together. Are you nervous or worried or do you have trepidation about how this could resonate in the community? Um, well, we want to be prepared. And, and, again, his sister, when I say his sister, Seville Smith's sister, um, also made the point um, to, to try to be peaceful and form unity with each other, black or white. 
Uh, and as she said, because we all bleed the same, we all hurt the same. And I think the reaction that we're getting from Seville Smith's father and sister, I think, send a very powerful message that however unhappy people are, and there's some people who are very unhappy, um, that that unhappiness should not be translated into any negative behavior. Mr. Mayor, what do you think the city can learn from all of this in the, moving forward? I think this was a very difficult situation, and I still remember you were asking where I was when when I learned of the verdict. I remember where I was when I learned of the underlying incident, uh, and it, it obviously led to a very difficult time in our city, and I think it exposed some of the challenges we have and some of the disconnect that we have in the city between some people who are living in poverty and, and hopelessness. Um, and I think that that's the, the challenge that we still have, is how, how do we change that environment? WTMJ's Colleen Boland is live in the 24-hour newsroom with more. John, a jury returned a verdict of not guilty in the reckless homicide case against former Milwaukee police officer Dominique Hagen-Brown. The jurors had just entered their second day of deliberations in the case today. Hagen-Brown was charged with first-degree reckless homicide in the shooting death of Seville Smith after he ran from a traffic stop. Prosecutors said Smith threw his gun before Hagen-Brown fired the shot that killed Smith. Milwaukee County District Attorney John Chisholm. Of, of unease that the community has when, when they see these officer-involved deaths and they, they want some accountability for it. This is, this is one instance where they were able to get that public accountability. Defense attorneys argued the former officer's actions were justified. Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett. I think that probably from the jury standpoint this was a difficult case and I think people understand that it was a difficult case but what we have to do is we have to retain order and we have to make sure that we are continuing to work through the justice system and all aspects of the justice system. The attorney for Smith's family says they're filing a lawsuit against the city and MPD. A not guilty verdict today in the shooting death of Silville Smith, a jury acquitting Dominique Hagen-Brown of all charges related to this case. This was a shooting that took place, uh, it was captured on body cam video as Silville Smith ran with a gun in his hand. He stumbled at a fence, was shot once, tossed or dropped the gun over the fence, and 1.7 seconds later was shot again in the chest and killed as he laid on the ground. And the jury coming back saying that uh, that was a reasonable use of force. Brian Doro is the Dean of Criminal Justice and Homeland Security at the Waukesha County Technical College. Brian, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, you're welcome. Were you surprised by the verdict, or were you not surprised by the verdict? Well, you know, the, the jury looked at the evidence and came back with with the, the verdict of, of not guilty. And, you know, we've watched these this play out for the last couple of days, and certainly, you know, was not necessarily surprised, but again, you really don't know. So you train police officers in how to handle these sort of situations. Do you That's believe right. he followed his training, meaning the officer, and this was handled appropriately? Yes. I mean, you saw the, uh, from my perspective, you did not see any policy violation or no violation of the law. Um, you know, certainly met the threshold that you need for the justification of, of deadly force to use deadly force. I've been hearing throughout this case that officers are trained to keep their eye on someone's hands and always think that there might be a second weapon. Well, you know, we, we train law enforcement officers that, 
you have to watch the hands because those are what will hurt you, whether, you know, they're armed. And, and so you always have to look for a secondary weapon, but you have to more or less watch what is the person doing. You're telling them, are they complying? Are they following your 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 commands? Um, or they continue to move, you know, against your commands or escalating the situation. Brian Doro is with us from Waukesha County Technical College. Brian, a lot of focus on that 1.7 seconds between the shots. Big focus here. Walk us through how police are trained to proceed in these sort of situations based on what you saw play out on the videotape. Sure. So you, you have, you know, a situation somebody is armed, and we train you stop the threat. You shoot to stop the threat, and the threat is analyzed based on the officer's perception. You know, it has this threat been stopped or is it continue to be a threat and then you take the appropriate actions based on that and when you look at 1.7 seconds that is so fast you know that this officer had to make a decision and and you saw it played out Brian Doro is with us from Waukesha County Technical College. We had an interesting call earlier, Brian, from a 25-year Milwaukee police officer veteran who said the verdict doesn't make her feel any safer. What does it make you feel, if anything at all? Well, you know, we put, we put the, certainly Department of Justice provides the guidelines for the use of force. Our officers are highly trained, you know, to fulfill those. They're put in these dangerous situations, and you know, whether it makes you feel safe or not, certainly not for me to judge that, but if they're following the rules and the policies and the law, you're going to end up with something like this becoming justified. Do incidents like this ever lead to change in policy or training? They do. You know, we certainly, from a training institution, we look at all the officer-involved shootings. Is there something that we can train differently, a different technique, a different style? And so we certainly look at all the officer-involved shootings uh, to see if we can come back under lessons learned to improve a situation or to remove, you know, the officer from a, a very violent situation or a shooting. So, yes, we do analyze all of these uh, to see if there's something we can do better or enhance the level of training so that these don't occur in the future. Brian Doro is the Dean of Criminal Justice and Homeland Security at Waukesha County Technical College. Always appreciate your perspective, Brian. Thank you so much for being with us. Sounds good. Thank you. Now, there were options for the jury. They could have convicted him not only of first-degree reckless homicide, but second-degree reckless homicide or homicide by negligent operation of a dangerous weapon. They're called lesser included, so he's charged with the most serious crime where he could have went away for 40 years. The jury could have come back and said, you know what, we don't think he's guilty of that, but he is guilty of either second-degree or negligent homicide. The jury came back and said he was guilty of absolutely nothing, and there was a commotion in the courtroom shortly after that verdict was read. Um. Why don't we take the jury out for a second? Silvell Smith's sister, the family attorney, indicating that there will likely be a lawsuit in this case as well. We've also heard from Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett. He's urging calm to those that live in the city. We've heard from the Milwaukee County District Attorney John Chisholm, a stinging defeat for John Chisholm, who decided to prosecute this case and got uh, did not get the guilty verdicts he was looking for. We have not heard from Chief Ed Flynn. Ed Flynn earlier said 
He did not want to be seen as in conflict with District Attorney Chisholm, but he had concerns with the charges that had been filed. We're expecting that we might hear from Chief Ed Flynn a little bit later on today.